welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Way to drop in there with those sweet hellos. That was a dramatic pause. Yeah, real dramatic. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, me on the tip of my toes. People for a second didn't know if I was here or not. Is he talking to himself? <laughs> I don't know if you were here or not for, for a second. Yeah. I'm like, hello. I'm here. Hey, there you are. I'm here. You're there. I'm actually in London. Oh. Yeah, so there's a little bit of delay. A little delay. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't watch the game this weekend, did you? I no, I couldn't, man. Game. Yeah, I had to do some work. I woke up and I told my wife I had some stuff. Um, some other work to do with the other house. And I was like, uh, I was like, should I go do some work? You know, cause I did, I worked all Saturday morning. She's like, what do you, do you want to? And I'm like, I should. And I was like, Oh, that game starts in 15 <laughs> minutes. I'm like, I'm like, but it's Sunday. It's my day of rest. I don't, I, I do work every day, but on Sundays, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just do it later this week. I was on a deadline. Yeah. We had painters coming to like stay in our deck and, paint our house and stuff so i had no choice and you finished yeah it's all done man you reached the deadline i did you saw you showed me the pictures it looks great thanks man yeah me not so much yeah <laughs> my deadline was about nine months ago and i have uh surpassed that yeah perfect uh if my house was pregnant it would have since gave birth mm-hmm. um yeah i was like oh we'll buy this house we'll flip it we'll be done in like a couple months it's been like a year and a half that sounds about right that's what happens when i say hey i'll do everything yeah and i have no time to do anything yep Zero time. Yeah, well. Sorry, wife. But let's talk about other things. Uh, uh, somebody who does have a lot of time on her hand now, and that's Aaron Foster. Yeah, he's done again. He's going to have a lot of time to rehab that injury. Yeah. As in the rest of his life? Possibly. Yeah, there's. I mean, I don't see Foster coming back, right? Uh, he might give it a try, but, man, come on. How many injuries can you have like this? Yeah, I mean, he's just... If you look injury prone, that's, yeah. that's him. This one's Achilles tendon, too. So yeah, Obviously, it. he's got like issues. Something's too tight or something's going wrong in his body. Just, you know, have Achilles tendons just snapping and stuff. And yeah, all instead sorts of, of hiring your brother as your personal trainer, why don't you hire a real personal trainer? Yeah, seriously. What's going on over there? Uh, clearly not working. Great career. Great fantasy back. Why it lasted. But, you know, nothing lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever. Absolutely. And right. uh, Aaron Foster, I, I personally think it's done. Uh, if I can get anything whatsoever for Ian Foster, and I mean anything, well, yeah, that would enjoy. I believe I, I believe we warn people to try to, as soon as he has a good game, when he gets back, try to sell him. I think we warn people as soon as he came back, period, and he did anything whatsoever, sell. Right. So hopefully people did that. Hopefully you heeded the advice, because you were probably excited there for about 45 seconds when he was back, and poof, yep. he's gone again. Now he's gone again. And I, I really, I don't think he's coming back in Like again. the elusive Yeti. The Yeti. <laughs> He's going to be gone. Only a memory. Yeah. It's funny back, you know, you go back 30 years ago and everybody saw UFOs and Yetis and Loch Nesses and, you yeah. know, like, oh, I saw it. And you get a picture, it'd be a blurry picture. Now people have high def cameras on them at all times, 24 hours a day. No UFOs. No Yetis. Nope. No sea monsters. Yeah. No nothing. Just so funny how they all just magically dis- disappeared. It's just like Arian Foster. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Arian Foster. Poof. I saw the Foster. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you, no way. Here's a page, there's a little blurry picture. He was running so fast. He wasn't, he doesn't, he only has one Achilles heel. Yeah, come on. Come on. Um, yeah, I mean, so it, but you would take anything for Foster, right? 
I would, yeah. If I was an owner, I would have taken, yes, I would take anything. Right now. Right now, yeah. Hopefully you sold when he had a little bit of value, but now I would take anything. But if you didn't, I would put it out there, like, I will literally take anything for Aaron Foster. And somebody offered you a six-round pick. I would take it. Yeah, yabba-dabba-doo. Sign yeah, me up. Go for it, dude. What if you could draft a... Uh, a kicker. A kicker. Honestly. It could be, the, it could be the next Justin Tucker. You never know. Greg Zerline had a hell of a game. No, was it Zerline? Had a hell of a game this week? Uh, no, Blair no, Walsh. I was going to say, I think, I think Zerline like, missed a couple or missed one. Yeah, it was Blair Walsh from Minnesota. He had a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. I know because I started him. Oh, nice. In one. a week. In a good league. Then again, I'm in a lot of leagues, so I have just about every kick Yeah, out as there. I say, big surprise. I got them all. 24 leagues. Another player that was cut, Ryan Mallett. Yeah, he'll have a lot of time in his hands. Yeah, if you have him on your dynasty squad, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, seriously. I had I had him in two leagues. I had him in the RSO league. I saw um, you cut him. I cut before. him in the RSO league, and yeah. then I had him in another league, and I cut him. And You pulled uh, Bill O'Brien before Bill O'Brien pulled it. Oh, yeah, well, I'm proactive. Sorry, sorry, you whiny little bastard. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. As soon as I saw him pouting on the sideline, I went, get off my team. I don't need that kind of rhetoric. No whiners here. Nope. No whining. I don't need I got real players. I don't need a crappy one. Yeah, and that's that's a true definition of Mallet, period. He's just terrible. Yep. So uh, he'll get picked up. He has a big arm. But, I mean, if you're starting Ryan Mallet, your dynasty team is in disarray. You need to sit down, look in the mirror, and adjust, readjust. He he literally acts like my three-year-old when something goes wrong. He does act like like my five-year-old. Right. Little whiner. I'm sitting there looking at him like, why are you whining? Like, what is this accomplishing? I want to smack both of them. I can't. Because you know that's against the law, <laughs> but you know, I'd like to I'd like to go up and smack Ryan Mallet when he acts like that. Oh, I swear to God, I want to drop kick a five year old sometimes. <laughs> I swear, lately I'm just like I'm like, why are you whining? Like, yeah. what are you accomplishing right now? I'm like, what are you like a Girl Scout? Uh, no, yeah. you won't let me do what I want to do. Um, Welcome to the real world. Yeah. Son. I think, guess what? You can't always get what you want. Yeah, you know what I want to do all day? I want to sit down and study fantasy football and watch sweet movies. Yep, we don't get to do that, do we? Yeah, and eat whatever I want. No. Become fat and disgusted. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I, I, I want to be able to eat whatever I want without becoming fat. Yep. Well, it can't happen. Even with my high metabolism and all. Growing old, eventually man. get me. Yep. yep. One foot in the grave and my big toe creeping in. I know, man. Yeah, it's life. So let's talk about people that are still on active NFL rosters. Okay. Dynasty value. Now, a lot of people were worried about Mike Evans. I saw a lot of, like, offers going out there on Twitter and everything, and People are like, hey, should I trade Mike Evans for this or that? And I'm like, no, what do you, what do you, people, people are so quick to like cast people to the side. Definitely like Dynasty, like right now, even like we talked about last week, like Brandon Cook's like, hey, be patient. You know, they're, right. the, the sophomore slump is known because there's. It happens. It's real. It's not like a yeah, fluky thing that. It like, happens all the time. Yeah, it you happens know? a lot. Yeah. Stephon Diggs is beasting right now. But remember Charles Johnson at the end of the year last year? He was looking pretty good too. Right. No, I like Stephon Diggs more than I like Charles Johnson. Seeing that, you know, Diggs was never on a practice squad. Right. But that being said, Mike Evans had a really good game. Yeah. I mean, finally had a really good game. And the whole thing we were saying, I'd say, I, I mean, I probably tweeted this out like multiple times saying, hey, just be patient with Evans. Growing pains with a rookie quarterback. But once they get going, Jameis Winston has a really good arm. Mike Evans is a really big, good receiver. Jameis is said to throw it up and let magic happen. Yeah, I mean, I started. I was able to start Jameis Winston last uh, this past week. I'm starting this week in a two QB league. Yeah, I mean, he got me like 25, 26 points or something like that. And, you know, obviously a lot of it went to Mike Evans. Eight, eight receptions, 164 yards, and a touchdown. Good load. That's a lot of fantasy points. No, that is a lot, man. Yeah, it's really good news as an Evans owner if you were kind of like down and out about him. Again, I mean, 
the key is here, this isn't redraft. You, you, I mean, you can always bench somebody for a little bit. I'm benching Brandon Cooks this week for Stephon Dix. Riding a hot hand. Clickety-clank, clickety-clank. Sometimes you got to do that, man. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's, 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 it's dynasty fantasy football. It's a long-term play. You know, you can't just go around blowing things up. Oh, well, you can blow things up if you want. You just want to start selling players because they've had a bad six weeks, a right. bad four weeks. Right. Like an example of that, I had a guy that asked me a Twitter question about um, if, he sh- if he should trade Sammy Watkins for Shark Hendrick West and, and um, Richard Matthews. I'm like, no. Are you got-? He's like, I need running back help. I'm like, no. I get those questions. Gotta- like, I need help, so should I give up? Yeah, like Mike Evans for Shark Hendrick West. It's like, can I virtually slap you in the face? I, I know. I mean, I, I, you know, I just, I let him down easy. I was like, no, like, you know, the long-term value is, you know, obviously Sammy is, has got much more long-term value than either one of those guys. Don't, and he's like, you know, I asked a few other guys. I don't think they knew that it was dyna- a dynasty question. So I think guys that were, didn't know it was a dynasty question were kind of steering them that way. Cause maybe they, they didn't think it was dynasty. Didn't think it was dynasty. And those guys probably help a little bit more right now. I still wouldn't even do that in redraft. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would either. But I mean, but. it's it's closer to being fair. You right, know, Charkandrick right. had a twenty point game. Right. But yeah, it's kind of like uh, I guess you can't go around virtually insulting people on Twitter. Then you wouldn't have anybody follow you and ask you questions anymore. No. Yeah. I. I. I didn't. I don't take anything kind of as insulting unless. No. I mean. Yeah. I mean. I just it, me if I see something crazy, I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, capital letters. No, please don't do yeah. that. Right. Virtu- I virtually yell. Yeah. <laughs> capitalize the letters <laughs> no don't do that lately i've been putting in the hail no it's my, my go-to hail no yeah it makes me giggle <laughs> as i write it oh my god that's funny i wish somebody would write me hail no <laughs> well maybe i'll i'll text or i'll tweet that to you last year i was using like the kool-aid man picture and said oh yeah oh, like for, yeah. if somebody tweeted me a question like i really liked a lot i'd send them back to the kool-aid man with the, oh yeah picture that made me giggle too <laughs> I'm All a giggler right. sometimes. Yeah, I guess you are. So Mike Evans, good rebound, uh, still top 10 dynasty player. Uh, I just started redoing my uh, dynasty rankings, you know? Yeah, I got to touch mine up a little bit. And uh, going through there, it's, it's amazing how when you don't touch them for three weeks, shame on me, how much things change. And it's so, it's such a hard task to do. I mean, I sit there for like a half hour doing some, and I just save what I did. You know, I try to start from the, start from the bottom. Now I'm here, which is still close to the bottom, uh, which is actually be the top rankings. But, oh, it's so, you go through and like, okay, I'll take this guy ahead of this guy. I'm like, oh, I don't like this guy at all, but I should rank him here. Oh, it's, just, it's so tough. Oh, if I don't like a guy, I don't rank him where he should be. I, I got to add Stefan Diggs in the top yeah. 150 and take some turd out. But there's plenty of turds, so I don't feel, I don't feel bad about it. Yeah, you shouldn't feel bad and about it. I shot Devontae Freeman all the way up into the top 15. There you go. He's my third overall dynasty running back. Wow. And I put him, there's only, I have three dynasty running backs in my top 15. Okay. Todd Gurley. Right. Le'Veon Bell. Okay. And Devontae Freeman. Wow. And that's it. Amazing. I mean, Devontae Freeman, again, he had another, I mean, this, he had a bad week this week, pretty, but it wasn't bad. He still had 116 receiving yards. I mean, rushing yards. Right. He just didn't score three touchdowns. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> score 25 touchdowns. What a jerk. <laughs> I mean, to me, he's, he, he's, again, he's somebody that last year you, you just gave up at the end of the year, like we talked about last year. Now he's like the number three. He's a top 15 dynasty player. Right. I mean, I've seen enough now, like if I'm, in, if I'm, and it seems like a lot of the receivers have dipped a little bit in the rankings. You know, a lot of those like young guys have lost some flair. You know, guys like Jordan Matthews, uh, who I still like a lot, who's dealing with the hand issue, but still, like, you're like, man, I would take. And we talk about building around good, solid young receivers, but like the running backs are so thin, like dynasty wise, like who you want to build around. It's very few and far between. 
for sure at the running back position. That's why they're so valuable. I mean, it's just uh, it's some basic supply and demand, man. So let me ask you a question. Todd Gurley, uh-huh. you watched the Browns game, correct? I, yeah, I did. Okay. So here we are week seven. Let me ask you again. Todd Gurley, are you convinced? You see those cuts that guy made, man? Yeah, he looks great, man. He looks better than great. Everything I dreamed of him being. Okay. He's my number two overall dynasty <laughs> running back. He looks great, man. I, he's going places. Okay, would you still take LaShawn McCoy over him? It's getting closer to no. Oh, but my yeah, goodness. You're still. doing a disservice to our listeners. <laughs> okay. He's probably, I mean, what do you want me to say? You love him? Okay. I like him. If you saw him, you would hug him in a death grip? I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, either, That'd be friggin' weird, man. Yeah, it'd be really weird. He'd <laughs> he look would, down with his long he'd, neck. He'd probably punch me. Probably, well, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know. Well, it depends on how I hugged him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that feels good. I'm, so. I'm a creepy hugger. <laughs> <laughs> this is so awkward, but I enjoy it. I go pelvis to pelvis. What do you want from me? <laughs> oh, okay, so other, other receivers that are moving up the rankings quickly here in Dynasty. Stephon Diggs, another solid uh, week. But th- what really helped me... J- What's going to help me jump him into rankings and really makes me a believer is that touchdown catch he did make was phenomenal. I actually missed it. Was it good? It was a nice catch. Excellent catch. Great. Right over the back into the end zone. I mean, again, we talked we we talked about Stephon Diggs in depth last week about you know coming out of Maryland how he's a five star recruit. He's just a natural playmaker with the ball in his hands. You know, as a freshman, he was somebody that was touted as somebody who's going to be like a possible first round pick, and then injuries kind of set him back. So it's not really surprised that Stefan Diggs is doing really well. You know, some of those guys flame out, some of them turn into stars. Right. Stefan Diggs looks like he is ready to take that place that we all thought Charles Johnson might take into. Yeah. Uh, again, Teddy Bridgewater, nice young quarter uh, quarterback. They have North Turner, who's an offensive guru there. AP to offset offset the bat, you know, the air attack there. Kyle Rudolph, Mike Wallace still having a pretty good fantasy year as well. I think Stefan Diggs is here to stay. I think uh, I'm buying. Oh, yeah. I, I actually tried to get Stefan Diggs off of you. From who? For me? For, off of you. For? I was just throwing out the Chris Ivory thing. Yeah, I mean, but, it, and that's fair. But why? Yeah. I mean, you should you should be doing that in your dynasty leagues. Like, right. say, what can I give to give Stefan Diggs? I right. think Chris Ivory is, if somebody needs a running back, like, I kind of do right now with Melvin Gordon struggling, Alfred Morris being a poop sandwich. Uh, <laughs> I could use Chris Ivory, but at the same time, I don't like to. I don't like to make bad decisions at the same time because here's Stephon Diggs. The way I see it, now other people won't see it this way. They'll be like, "Oh, I need a running back." That's fair. Stephon Diggs, though, he's only done it for three games. Uh, I see three games. I'm like, "Ooh, rookie, three games." The ceiling's coming up. This might be a future starter. Here I am. I'm gonna start him this week over Brandon Cooks and John Brown. Well. Um, and that's why I wanted him. I agree. I would want him too. So it also, you know, his emergence also kind of goes co- coincides with Teddy Bridgewater doing pretty well as, also. So it's nice to see him get a guy that's actually producing at the wide receiver position a little bit for him. I mean, so his fantasy numbers have, have bloomed as well. Yeah, if I'm rebuilding Stephon Diggs, Teddy Bridgewater, those are guys I'm kind of building around. Two young guys, anybody that's really young. And today we're going to talk about you know the playoff push. Uh, so we'll kind of coincide of like the rebuild mode as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty clear if you, if you don't know in dynasty, when you rebuild, you're building around young players with high upside. Stefan Diggs pretty much fits to a T of what you want to do. You, now, obviously you're not just going to give a first for Stefan Diggs. You're going to want to get something else in that package, but you want to make 
he's like the he's like the tar- main target of that package. You know, right. Stephon Diggs, guys like John Brown. These are guys you want to build around. Uh, will they turn into be superstars? No, but if they turn into pretty good players, these are guys going to help you in the long term. Along with you building through the draft, you take the two together and they can build you a championship caliber team for a long time. Right. And right now we're talking about Stephon Diggs is up and comer. Three years from now we'd be talking st- like Stephon Diggs is the star in the league. Yeah, absolutely. And even if they don't become stars, even if they're guys that you plug into your wide receiver two or wide receiver three, you need those. Those guys. are still very valuable guys. Mm-hmm. They really. We are. say it all the time on the podcast: never undervalue the small trades, the wide receiver twos, certainly not the wide receiver threes, right. and you know the running back twos, right. uh, even tight end twos. Man, you need them. Well, obviously, you want a tight end one to be your tight end two if you could do it, but you still need those guys. Right. Uh, another guy who's locked in as a for sure superstar in the future to me. We've we've said this from day one too. No, we, one of the best route runners I've ever seen coming to the league. He's got it all. He's got it all. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, man, he looks amazing. I don't, know, I don't know how much more we really need to say other than he, you know, he looks great. He, him, and you know, Derek Carr have great chemistry already in the rookie year. Guy just run. He's a professional wide receiver coming right out of college. Yeah, I mean, people like him will always be able to get open. Yep. always. He will always be open. Yeah. He's just uncoverable. He's just one of those guys. And those are the guys that become superstars in the league. It's all route running is such an underrated aspect in the NFL. A lot of people are fast. A lot of people can run go routes. But if you can run crisp, clean routes, forget about it. It's over. And Amari Cooper, again, five catches, 133 yards, and a touchdown. Great, great yeah. stuff. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I know we didn't plan on talking about this guy, but um, just because I kind of had these guys pretty close and I actually had White above him, um, it sounds like White might not even play this year, uh, Kevin White. And I told anybody who ever even considered taking Kevin White over Murray Cooper, that was absolutely ridiculous. Well, before the, I mean, before the injury or anything. It was I, never even never even close to me. And I know uh, at Dynasty and Mike, when he was here too, he, he was him and I were both in the same boat. Like, it was never, it was always Todd Gurley, Murray Cooper, one, two, for us. Like, all the way through. And I know you like Melvin Gordon. A lot as well coming out, um, but no, I had Todd Gurley number one. I know I'm not saying, oh, okay. but you like Melvin Gordon pretty high. Oh yeah, like, yeah, You're right. You you wouldn't argue taking him like you would. You wouldn't argue, you would at the time. I know you, at one point you like you wouldn't argue taking Melvin Gordon ahead of Amari Cooper. Right. Okay. Um, but Amari Cooper in three years from now, and definitely some of these other guys get older. as Calvin's Larry Fitz, and he's got well, Larry Fitz is already a little bit down <laughs> in the dynasty rankings wise, but he is gonna be. Yeah, he's, he's like going to be like the next Reggie Wayne, just like amazing for a, a long time. Yeah, he's going to be in the A.J. Green category yeah. there. Again, somebody you're not going to be able to get, I guess. I mean, he was the number two overall pick. Um, if you didn't get him in your rookie draft, good luck. You're probably not going to go. Yeah, you're not going to get him. You'd have to give up like a Todd Gurley for him. Right. But to me, that, that would be – now, obviously, Todd Gurley's worth more than Amari Cooper on the value of running backs alone. But, I mean, Todd Gurley for Amari Cooper straight up, it's pretty pretty close. I'm going, yeah, I'm going with Gurley. Oh, yeah, me too. Not even qu- <laughs> All right. I, All right. Somebody, somebody put out there that uh, in one of my dynasty leagues that Todd Gurley might be available. So I made him offer. I offered uh, four. I offered Carlos Hyde, Latavius Murray, uh, and two other good uh Golden Tate, and somebody else. And he was like, wow, you're offering me all that for uh, Todd Gurley? And at first I was like, I was like, well, he thinks I'm offering too much? Yeah, right. I'm like, I think this is like I. I was wondering if you'd ask for more. Right, I'm like, right. I'm like, yeah, man. But I was like, I. But I was like, I understand. I have to overpay because I was. I was offering you know two young Latavius Murray, Murray Carlos Hyde, uh, 
I know you rolled your eyes. Uh, <laughs> Golden Tate. But and then after another good player as well. I think somebody older. And uh, he's like, wow, you're going to offer all that? I'm like, dude, I'll overpay for Gurley. Like, what is, what's your asking price? Like, I want right. him. Like, I'll give you six good players or whatever you want. Like, you want a first-round pick? Uh, he's like, let me think about it. So he's like, he was asking other people what they thought. He's like, I'm just going to hold on to Gurley. In yeah. my head, I'm like, great choice. But in my mind, I'm like, right. no. Bastard, don't get my hopes up, hopes up like that. So I ended up, uh, I flipped uh, Latavius Murray for a first-round pick. I'd do that. Yeah, I gave up uh, Latavius Murray my third for a first-round pick, which now gives me three first-round picks in that league because I traded Travis Kelsey before the year started for a first-round pick as well because I was loaded at tight end. Nice. Uh, so now I have three first-round picks. Trying to, I'm going to try and bring Ezekiel. I was going to say, you're packaging that all for Zeke, aren't you? Or Laquan Treadwell. Right. Josh Dotson looks really good, too. But I know I know your inner Buckeye won't let you not take oh, of course Zeke not. if he's there. No, no. And, I mean, but Josh Dotson, he has a really good last name. Yes, he does. No, he spells it differently. He puts a C before the T. Well, Those people just got to be different. Can't let the great Dotson name ride right <laughs> along. Um, let's talk about another guy. Riding yeah. along. Riding along. Yeah. Darren McFadden. Yeah, man. He's uh it sounds like he's gonna end up getting the start. Um Joseph Randall is banged up. What he had like tweaked a back or something? Yeah. Which can be tricky. You know, running that, with those socks in his back pocket, he tweaks his back. Exactly. Running from the popo. <laughs> <laughs> get get away from the mall security guards. <laughs> These are Argyle's Argyle socks. I need them. Uh now Darren McFadden is riding along, but you gotta be you gotta be careful with him because when he's riding along on his bike, he has those wheels that are like wobbling back and forth. Yeah, yeah. The wheels are always ready to fall off with Darren McFadden. But they he looked sure. really good last week. He had a big game. He had a very big game, man. 152 yards and a touchdown, and he also had two catches for 10 yards, which you know, whatever. Good load. That's a lot of fantasy points. Yeah, that's a lot of points, man. And the you know Christian uh, Christian Michael hype train kind of died down pretty quick with his five carries for 18 yards dude the christian michael hype train died around once the season started last year no but it, it got boosted back up this past week people were kind of i didn't get hopeful. no offers for no christian michael i got him in two leagues nobody's coming around we're knocking on my door well I think, hey i heard I, you got christian michael what I do think, you want for i him? think at this point everyone's still what at, you got? still at the wait and let's wait to see what this dude can actually do you got a first down he got a first down. Wow. Yeah, he ran for like a 10-yard run. I'm like, go, go, Christian, go. You get extra bonus points for no. first down runs? <laughs> in, the, in the league I am. Probably yeah. some crazy league. They do. <laughs> you know, if he gets a first down, you get an extra point. Like, That's a crazy rule. Yeah. You know there's a spot on MFL for that, right? I'm sure there is. <laughs> spot for yeah. everything. Yeah, they, absolutely. If he eats McDonald's after the game, you yeah. get an extra point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but McFadden, now we talked about McFadden too, even before Joseph Randall got hurt, that he's somebody that you should have targeted before. I actually picked him up in some a couple of redraft leagues prior to this week just because once uh once that uh Lance Dunbar went down with the injury, I picked him up because that value that Lance Dunbar had as a top fifteen fantasy running back in the PPR league. Right. Strictly on catches that Darren McFadden was gonna take that rollover. Yeah. And now McFadden looks like to be taking two rolls over, which is kind of like a catch twenty two because the more carries he gets, the better chance he has to get hurt. Absolutely. He is a fragile but um, running back. Ride it while the hand's hot, right? I mean, yeah. Completely it, startable. Yeah, he's startable this week. I don't know that you want to go out and obtain him or anything like that, but if you have him, I, I mean, and you don't have better options, put him in there. I think he's. I think he is a good option, regardless of, who, you know, I mean, unless you have, like, Matt Forte and, you know, Devontae Freeman. I think he, I think he, I think he's a good start. I mean, you know, no quarterback, poor receiving game. He catches the ball well. 
They like to throw the ball to the running back. How, how crappy did Matt Castle look in his start three interceptions? Matt Castle's looked terrible for the last couple of years. Every time they, I swear, to, I swear that Matt Castle, like every time he throws it up, I'm like, as soon as he winds back to throw, I'm like, all right, it's a 50 50 chance he's going to throw an interception. It's literally the same thing with him and Matt Schaub. And actually, it was Josh, uh, Josh McCown for a while there, too. He's looked a little bit better this year, but not much better. A little better. <laughs> a little better. But yeah, you get nervous every time they drop back. Yeah. So like you're wait you're waiting for him to get drilled from behind and fumble the ball. You're waiting for him to throw an interception that's run yeah. back for a touchdown. It's he's either he's either gonna throw an incomplete pass or throw it to fifty fifty chance the defense or the receiver. There's quarterbacks that get on Sports Center for good reasons, and there's quarterbacks that get on Sports Center for bad reasons, and he's one of the bad ones. One good year backing up Tom Brady in New England, making money. Yeah, man. Kind of like Matt Flynn, a little bit good success behind Aaron Rodgers. Straight up $20 million dollars later, and you're up, still a turd. Straight up millionaires. <laughs> it's like those guys just hit like the football lottery. You yes, know what I mean? It's like, like the Dwayne Bow. Like, here's $9 million. <laughs> oh my Stand God. on the sideline Stand and you're jogging suit. Yeah, right. Don't even be active. No pads necessary. Just relax. And just, and, you know, do your hair nice. Stand around. Look dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Dwayne Bow just looks. Like, every time I look at him, I'm like, God, you're like, you're a successful man. <laughs> you look dumb. I know that's mean. That is mean. That's a it personal is. attack. And I know, I mean, Dwayne Bowe seems like a really nice guy. I know, like, he went to that, like, fan's funeral that he kissed before the game and everything. Seems like a really nice guy. But when I just look at him, like, like you just look, you're dope. He's not doing anything for us. I mean. He can do anything for anybody. Right. Um, what about Sharkandrick West? He's doing things for people. Yeah, man. Actually produced this week. 22 carries, 110 yards, and a touchdown. And he also caught a couple passes for 19 yards. Well, if you listen to Matt, a couple weeks ago, went and picked him up off your waiver wire. I actually started him in the RSO league because um, Deion Lewis was was down. And so I completely I, forgot to set my lineup. And I really, you know, sports league lost by four points to Zach. Uh, and I had Todd Gurley on my bench. Yeah. Oops. That burns, man. Yeah. That really burns. All my leagues are on Yahoo and MFL, so that's. And, and I need some kind of remind. I need like I need to set my alarm on my phone every week to go check your realitysportsonline.com dot because <laughs> uh, I, I mean it's a really good site. Like I like I like realitysportsonline.com. I like that league. Right. Uh, I love the website. I love everything I do. It's a really good hosting site for your dynasty league if you want to like run an auction league. You know when they have set it up. I mean, definitely check out realitysportsonline.com. It's like the closest thing you can to get to be a real GM. Because you got to manage money. Yeah, your only problem is you're in like 25 leagues. You need to cut that back a little bit, man. So I will after keep, this year. Keep track of the, what you got I, going on. I will. I All will. Right. The hardest part town people are like, you know, like Zach in particular, like, hey, you want to make a trade? I'm like, I don't have time right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's like, because in those two listener leagues, I and if, I know you guys all listen. Who's in the listener league? I'm so sorry I can't get down there and like communicate with you guys. But literally, I, got, I got enough time to get down there, set my lineup, check the waiver wire, and that's about it. And even then, it's kind of like hard for me. I need to get more involved. Uh, I will do that when I cut out more leagues. And I said, Zach, he's he's a co-commissioner. He's like, you want me to do this? I'm like, I want you to do everything you possibly can. Yeah. Like, yeah. And thanks, Zach. Shout out to Zach for helping me out in the listener <laughs> leagues. Nice work, Zach. Um, so, Car- Char- Kendrick West. Now, Jamal Charles being hurt, um, he looks good. If he does good the rest of the weasel, you <laughs> we- did I say what? I don't even know what I said. Just whatever. Weasel. <laughs> Go ahead, weasel. <laughs> I was calling you a weasel. <laughs> like, who framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, <laughs> it was just on the other night. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I saw it in the movie theater. Nice. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I got to get my kids to watch it. Right now, I'm just currently brainwashing with Star Wars movies. Yes. Before we came over, we were watching uh, Return of the Jedi. No, Empire Strikes Back. Nice. I watched A New Hope yesterday. I watched A New Hope two days ago. Nice. 
Somebody asked me a question like, "What order they should watch it in?" And I watched New Hope. I'm like, "Okay, you got to watch New Hope first for yeah, sure." Yeah, absolutely. So it's like four, one, two, three, five, six. I heard the um, um, RJ, the movie critic on the really big show, and he said it perfect. And I think this is the way you should watch it: is four, five, one, two, three, and then six. That's pretty good, actually, too. Yeah, because you get you get right before. Um, you know, you get to learn that uh, Darth is his father. Yeah. And then you go back and you watch him, uh, you know, become Darth Vader, basically. And then you watch the last one, which is awesome. It's really good. Probably yeah. the best of the best. Yeah. The last one is the best of the best. Okay. We can't do a show every week on Star Wars. <sighs> well, it's coming up, man. I think it's uh, 52 days away. Yeah, I know. I can't or wait. 51, 50, 51 or 52. My uh, oldest son was like, I'm, I'm not watching Star Wars. I'm like, that's fine because you're not going to go see the new movie comes out. And Cam's <laughs> like, I'm going. And I'm like, yeah, you are because you're actually sitting here watching the movies. Oh, man. Um, Let's talk about another guy. All right. Let's move off the Star Wars. <laughs> off the Star Wars. Until they start paying this part of their billion-dollar franchise. Uh, Jordan Matthews. Yeah, man, having some rough issues with his hands, right? Yeah, his hands hurt. He's dropping balls. He's, allegedly, his hands hurt. I think he has, like, a ligament damage or something in one of his hands. Uh, but he's, he even came out and said that the, his drops are becoming embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah. So, nothing to be overly worried about. It's a red flag. But, again, Dynasty, right now, what you want to do with Jordan Matthews is just place him on your bench. Yeah, don't get crazy and, like, get rid of him. He is a really talented wide receiver. Yeah, he's really good. Love them coming out. Right. Uh, still a big fan of him right now. It's just if he was catching these balls, he put up mad points. Right. It problem is. It is. Yeah. And, and I don't not. think it's like he did, like he's not notorious for having bad hands. He's like, really not. I think it's injury related. I think it's somewhat in his head now. Obviously, if he's saying that it's embarrassing, he's probably overthinking it. Yeah. Um, sophomore slump. Yeah, this is a sophomore slump type let's of issue. See, let's see Colin Kaepernick throwing him balls next year. Oh. And we'll see how that works out. You think that's going to happen? I don't know. Sam Bradford ain't going to be there, right? Sam Bradford looks like crap, too, man. Oh, he's terrible. He looks really bad. Should have signed that extension, Sam. Yeah, he's going to be trying to find work with the Browns next year. Oh, please don't. <laughs> please. Are you kidding me? They love him. Anything, but no. No. I don't know what. I, I, I hope Johnny starts the rest of the season. We just see what he has. And, and, uh, I'm ready to see Austin Davis. <laughs> I'm not joking, man. Oh, moving on. Let's spot, let's talk about a Brown since we're on the Browns. All right. Gary Barnage. Big play Gare, man. Still looks great. Still looks good. Hell man. of a catch this week. That, that was week. a really nice catch. He looks great. Yeah. I mean, he got up. He climbed the ladder for that one. He was probably eight, nine, ten feet up in the air. He was high. Yeah. <laughs> to grab that overthrown pass and haul it in. It was like, look how high Gary got. And then Josh Gordon pops his head. I'm like, what? Wait, somebody say huh? Me and Gary are best friends. <laughs> uh, Gary Barnage, number two overall fantasy tight end right now. Pretty unbelievable. If you told me that at the beginning of the year, I would have laughed you out of the room. That's, hey. that's a lot of hearty laughter. Yeah. Gary Barnage. He only has 11 there. points less than Gronk. Now, Gronk had a buy. Right. Just shows the power of Gronk. Yes. He's so good. Um, so, Gary Barnage. Now, here's the thing with Gary. Big play, Gare. And I see it all over Twitter, like everybody's selling. And I, and, I don't, and I think that's actually pretty a pretty good strategy. If I had him, I'd be, trying to, I'd be trying to get rid of him. I think his connection with Josh McCown is kind of w- what is special about him. I don't think that he necessarily is a special, like, elite athlete. I think he's good. I think he's good. I but- think a lot of people undervalue him, like kind of like how you undervalue him like that, too. But I agree, like, his value goes with Josh McCown. Yeah. I think the system's really right for him. They're us- utilizing him, but 
he's going to be 30, I think, next year. Uh, he's a free agent after next year, so there's no guarantee he re-signs here. And, and I, I think he would definitely re-sign here if everyone stayed. But let's face it, Cleveland's going in the wrong direction, and I wouldn't be surprised if there was a whole new coaching staff here next year. Don't say that. I'm just trying to keep it real, man. Going the wrong way on a one-way track. They're going the wrong way. They're a runaway train. Exactly. So, with that being said, I would try to get rid of Gare Bear <laughs> right now if you could <laughs> while he still has some value. Anybody want a Gare Bear? Anybody? Yeah. I mean, if you're, if, you're, if you're competing for a title, you want to be somebody who's buying Gary Barnage. Right. But if you can afford to sell him, which obviously, I mean, everybody's starting Gary Barnage if you have him, unless yeah. you have Gronk. Right. You know, I mean, you're, you're literally going to start him over everybody else. I'm starting him over Travis Kelsey. Everybody. He's the number two overall fantasy tight end by a lot. And he does it week to week. It's not like he had like one big game. Yeah. He grabs his lunch pail, gets in there week in, week out, puts in a good game. Uh, you know, again, this he had over 100 yards receiving this week, I believe. And uh, he's reliable. But you get, there's a lot of concern for Gary Barnage going forward. Now, does this mean he's not going to be good? I mean, for, no. For example, I just sorry to interject, but um, I mean, if Johnny's starting this week, I'm not starting him. Are you? Mm, I don't know because I think like the play call against still the call. against the Cardinals, good defense. They're going to be yeah. after Johnny like crazy. Johnny's just going to be running. I guess out it of the depends pocket. on who else. Like, my options are. You know what I mean? If I got no other options, I'll start him. But if I have somebody else that's decent, I'm going to start that. I other mean, person. If you, okay, you have Larry Donnell and uh, Gary Barnage. I mean, I'm probably going to go with Gary Bear there, but I mean, okay. But begrudgingly, like, I'm not going to have high expectations. Oh, right, about this one, here's a tough one. This might be possible. Ben Watson and Gary Bear. I would probably just lean to, to Ben Watson because I, I want to stay away from Gary Bear <laughs> if <laughs> like, I can. I just feel like I want, I want to find an impossible way to say Gary Bear for right now. <laughs> we had Air Gare earlier, and now we're trying to sell. He goes from Air Gare to Gary Bear. Gary Bear. You just want to. You know, give Gare Bear a nice cuddly bed. I feel like I feel like Gare Bear would wear like a like a Bill Cosby sweater for some reason. <laughs> like I don't know why. That's what's pictured in my head when I say Gare Bear. Gary Barnage wearing a, like a Cosby sweater. Meanwhile, I just saw it like uh, at like he, a, at like a Christmas party. He went to the Goosebumps movie uh, with Brian Hartline. He had some like fan thing. I was seeing things on Twitter, pictures of him too. And he had like he was wearing some like I don't know what he was wearing, but it was like oh, I didn't really think he would dress. He had his head on backwards and stuff. I'm like, oh okay. Gary, he didn't look like Gary Bear. No, like, I mean, he no. looks like Eric Gary. I'm not saying Gary Barnage. I'm saying Gare Bear, as in like Gary Barnage's alter ego persona, uh, oh. would wear like a Bill oh. Cosby sweater. Yeah, it was really weird because I took my kids to see Goosebumps the same night. Did you? But did you went. see him? No, it was a I went different theater, completely different side of town. Oh, all right. We were in. We had our own little thing going on with the kids. Right on. It was a really good movie. Sweet. It looked I, like a good kids movie. Yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. That's my. Uh, that's my movie of the week talk. Cool. Besides Star Wars. Um, Lions. Besides Star Wars, there's only one other movie I care about, and that's Spectre. Spectre comes out this week, right? <laughs> it comes out, like, yeah, I think six oh, or something. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, Lions fired their whole offensive coaching staff. Uh, yeah, I guess he had seen enough there. Uh, they, had, they saw enough to bring in Jim Bob Cutter. Jim Cotter? Cooter. Cutter? Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter, my friend. You know I do that Cooter right there? <laughs> Jim Bob knows what I do with that Cooter yeah, right that's there. that's right. Mm -hmm. Are you saying Critter? No, I'm saying Cooter. Well, that's James Robert, Jimmy Bob. 
Oh, hello, James Robert. No, you call me Jim Bob. <laughs> Damn it. Go down, down, down there by the, by the school, coach me some football. You don't got to dress it up, my man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, Jim Bob, you going to throw that ball right there to Mary Abdullah? <laughs> Abdullah, I'm a gotta. <laughs> need, to get, need to get us some catches. Mary Abdullah, what happened to him? Yeah, man, he's got some small hands. <laughs> <laughs> he fumbles the ball he fumbles, too much. He fumbles the ball yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who else you going to get the ball to out there? I don't know, Theo Riddick? Looks <laughs> right. like a little alien. <laughs> All right. You ever see Theo Riggs' picture? <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm I'm done talking about the way people look. I'm <laughs> look at me for Christ's sakes. I look terrible. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so Jim Bob's coming in. So Jim Bob's coming in. I uh, think the whole staff's going out. Yeah, I think they got really like the offense or the uh, offensive coordinator. I think the offensive line coach as mm-hmm. well. Probably because Stafford's running for his life and getting sacked like crazy. I think their only chance of Jim Caldwell starts calling plays. I think they're giving it to Cooter, and then Jim Caldwell is going to be part of like a big major part of the game planning. Aspect right. of Serious it. question right now. Yeah. Do you wish your name was Jim Bob Cooter? <laughs> I mean, if my last name was Cooter, I would want my first name to be Jim Bob. <laughs> I think it makes sense. <laughs> it's the only name that makes sense. How okay. do you? I mean, you James just. James Robert Cooter. Yeah. Jim Bob Cooter. Jim yeah. Bob, party started. Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah. How'd you get promoted in NFL so fast? Eh, you know, I'm a household name. Yes, yeah, sir. So, I mean, you... <laughs> me, me and the Dukes boys were making some moonshine, and <laughs> I got, come on, Daisy, I, I got the owner drunk, and woo, and one thing led to another, and here, here I, I am. am. They fired everybody else just for me. <laughs> I'm the CEO, the offensive coordinator, running backs coach, my receivers coach. I do it all. I tend bar at night too. <laughs> come on down to the, come on down to the saloon. Um, so again, I mean, you don't want anything to do with the Lions offense right now, right? Unless your name is Megatron, and, and unless I'm Megatron, maybe maybe Eric Ebron. Um, Golden, Ebron's Golden, looking pretty good. Yeah, Golden Tate's even kind of hard to uh, rely on. It seems like um, I'm not so, a Golden Tate guy. Yeah, so never have been. So hopefully, you know, um, this can this move will get him back on track. But honestly, I'm staying away for a few weeks until they prove it. Yeah, I mean, Amir Abdullah. I mean, people went crazy off this first preseason game. He had a one catch. It was like looking like Barry Sanders out there. I I have not been high on Amir Abdullah. Well, I know you weren't high on him yeah. all coming out. Right. Uh, even after that play, you weren't high on him. And it's just been uh, it's but again, somebody they all they told. I think I had a question today about that, saying Amir Abdullah. Like, do I just like is he done? I'm like, dude, he's no, he's he's a rookie. You know, look at Devontae. I mean, Devontae Freeman's a great example for Amir Abdullah. Like, look. Oh at, yeah. You know, Devontae Freeman last year. You don't again. Patience, my friend. Yeah, sometimes you just all you in their rookie year, all you get is little glimpses, and uh, you know sometimes it doesn't look good at all. And then they, I mean, like Mark Ingram took like three honestly years. three years to to find his way in the NFL. And and, and, tell, and that's why people, some people overvalue the first round pick because people take these first round picks thinking they're going to get in dynasty leagues, like they're getting the next superstar, the AJ Green. When these guys are so hard to come by in the first place, right. you got to be patient. And some people, it's like almost like the NFL draft, like they they expect a first round pick to be Todd Gurley and Mari Cooper every year. But meanwhile, like unless you have like one of those top two picks, you're not getting that guy. Period. And there's guys that take, you know, Jordan Matthews was a top five pick, right? You know, Kevin White was a top five. Devontae Parker, even Todd Gurley. You know, I mean, these guys they take time. Yep. Um. So Lions staff, meh. Whatever. I, I like I said, I'm just gonna let it marinate for a few weeks. Hopefully, they can turn this thing around. I think they're going off to like London this week, which is terrible timing, probably to fire your entire offensive staff right before you go to London. Maybe those guys didn't have their passport and they just decided to get rid of them. I don't know. Maybe we don't have our passport. Uh, we're just going to let you go. Yeah, well, you know, then you're gone. <laughs> that was the last straw. I can, I can, I can just see Jim Call, 
Caldwell firing somebody too. We even though it probably wasn't him. Hey man, you need to do this. Right. But... Doesn't he seem like the most like mellow, laid back? We we gotta let you go. I fought for you, but you know the job's just not gonna I mean Amir Abdullah's not out there. <laughs> Kinda just doesn't have a Golden Tate, the Golden Domer's not too come here, give me a hug, big guy. It's Jim Bob, isn't it? It's Jim it Bob. It is Jim Bob Cooter. It's, it's Jim Bob. <laughs> uh, all right, let's change topics here. Let's all get right. to, we're entering week eight. We're more than halfway through the season, and this is officially the playoff push. It is. Um, if you are out of it, you know you're out of it, like I am, where I'm one in six in the league. Ouch. Uh, in one of the Dynasty Nerds podcast listener leagues. My God. And, you know, it's, you know, it's the only time in my entire Dynasty career I've ever been one in six. That's pathetic, man. It's a startup league. I'm just kidding, dude. I'm still, it is what it is. I still like my team, but, you know, it's just a bad year. Some uh, crap happens, man. Worst case scenario in that league, though, I think I traded my first-round pick for C.J. Spiller. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I even did until somebody reminded me. They're like, that really sucks you traded uh, your first for C.J. Spiller. I'm like, oh. oh, you traded your first next year for C.J. Spiller? Uh-huh. I thought you traded C.J. Spiller and got a first. I'm sorry. I misheard oh, that. No, no, way worse than that. Oh, man, way, yeah, uh, way uh, worse uh, for that. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Life goes on, right? Life goes on, man. People... It's dying, it's a long, you know what I'm going to do with my second round pick? It's going to be really high. What's that? Take a future stop. There you go. You better hope so. So the playoff push right now, you want to go out. This is the time you want to look at your weaknesses and where you can improve to make your starting lineup as good as it possibly would be. You want to envision yourself, look ahead, look at matchups about players you want to target, and who, where do you need help for a starting lineup? Because once you get to the playoffs, we're not playing like matchups, but you want to get your best lineup in there, and you want to make that same lineup make the push for the championship game. And to do that, you might want to go out there and target some older players. You're going to, you're going to want to look at the bottom teams in your roster uh, of guys that are out of it and start making them offers for players that you want on their team. You know, good at guys to attack here. You know, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson, right. Looks really good. He has like a resurgence right now, bouncing off players magically for the first time in the history of mankind. He, yeah, he looks good. Um, looks be- like a running back. Better than he's looked in, yeah, probably the past two or three years. Yeah, since Y2K. Right. Or 2KY. CJ2K. <laughs> right, what you said. Mm-hmm. Y2K. Um, give me, who's another guy that you would target? Um, I think I would, I mean, obviously Chris Ivory is a guy that you'd want to go after just because, yep. I mean, he's not young, he's not old, but I, I think he's got a label attached to him. Um, he's kind of like right in the middle. He's at 27. Yeah. So he's got, he's got that injury label attached to him where somebody that owns him might be willing to part with him just so they can get somebody like... Um, Young and, and vibrant. Again, these you're, these are gonna be guys that you're looking for. They're gonna be on the people that are out of the playoffs. So they gotta be. These are players that you want to make sure they're on the bottom of the roster. Right. Um, Steve Smith. If somebody's on the bottom of the roster, you probably almost get him for really cheap. I mean, yeah. If you if you're talking to a guy that is out of playoff contention, second round pick, and I think you could get him cheaper than that. Honestly, I would try. And, but remember too, like if you're making this playoff push for it's gonna be a late pick, so you give up a second's not really that sweet of a pick. Right, no, but I mean, if the guy is clearly out of it, like say you, you're one in six in your yeah. one league. If you had Steve Smith on that thing and I offered you a third-round pick for him, you would take that, wouldn't you? For Steve Smith? Yeah, because he's retiring next year. I mean, I, I personally would see if I can get a second from somebody else, but yeah, I would take it, yeah. For sure, yeah, I would 100% take right, it. Right, because a third-round pick is much better than nothing. Yeah. And if you don't take it, you're kind of a dumbass because you're not going to get in. Like, you're not going to the playoffs. Right. You don't want to start him because all he's going to do is help you possibly win a game right. that you don't want to win. Now you're going to, instead of getting, you know, Amari Cooper, now you're going to end up with 
Devontae Parker. Right. Okay, I like Devontae Parker. Now you end up with a set of Mari Cooper, Nelson Algalor, who I like too, but still, I mean, it's a big difference. You know what I mean? It's like one pick in your rookie draft could be the difference between, or one more win could be the difference between you getting Amari Cooper and you getting Kevin White. Right. I you, mean, it's that close. Right. It, it helps you by getting a good guy off your team if you're, if you're losing. And and obviously, if you're the in the playoff guy, I mean, not, he he's playing well enough that he he can help your team. Yeah, Darren McFadden, who we talked about earlier, is a good guy you might want to target if somebody's on a lower squad. Anybody who's a Darren McFadden owner's got to be frustrated after all these years and might be able to get. And some of these guys, like I yeah, think, they might be willing to cash out now that he has a little bit of value again. Yeah, I mean, like Chris Ivory, I'd give a first round pick if I was really contending for him, and I really want to get pushed if I had to give it up. Right. Even though you've made me offer, or at least try and like make a fair, like maybe get like a younger up and play coming guy back into him. Um, Doug Martin, who we are always down on, we say sell, sell, sell. I mean, he might be somebody you might want to try and give up a first to a team that's kind of on the bottom of the roster trying to rebuild who might be frustrated with him too, and they just want to blow things up. You know, people are looking for first round picks when they blow things up. You're going to have a late first round pick. You could do much worse than probably Doug Martin to make a championship push. I, th- I agree with that. I mean, I don't love him because he is a little inconsistent but i mean he's done it the past two or three weeks um so yeah i think he's a guy that i would feel more comfortable than i would feel more comfortable with him probably than mcfadden just because mcfadden's injury history and yeah and, justin Forsett probably the yeah justin Forsett's another good one if he's on the bottom team roster team i'd, I'd feel i have no problem whatsoever giving him a first for justin Forsett, who's got little long-term value anyways as it is he's like almost 30 uh, they'll probably. I don't say I see Baltimore probably drafting the back or picking up another back anyways yeah, in the future. And he's the type. I mean, he's the type of guy that moved a lot last year too. So he, you might have only had him for one year, and now you're out of contention, and you move him again. Oh, yeah, I so, mean, Buck Allen's looked pretty good in Baltimore too, as of late as well. Yeah, he hasn't looked too bad. I don't but know. I mean, four sets me. I'm, I'm targeting. Um, and again, I mean, first round picks are like, oh, that's my future. Win now. That's your future. Right. You right. want to win now. Yep. I mean, you got to give up. For, I mean, I always say, you know, before one year when I knew Ricky Williams was retiring, I gave up a first for Ricky Williams. Right. You got to know when to, like, really strike. You know, if, if you're within striking distance, it's time to make a move. Basically. Yeah. And, I mean, a good way to do it, too, is, you know, like, again, for, like, Frank Gore's Jay Stews is look at the players on the bottom of your roster. Okay. Not, not your players, but the teams at the out of the playoffs. The bottom of the standings, yeah. Not the roster. Yeah. Go through the players on all their rosters and make every single one of those got teams an offer for your first round pick or your first round pick and a player. You know what I mean? Find a player that you want off their rosters to help you win a championship and make every single team on there an offer. Send every, make sure you send every single team in an offer. Offer them the same player and the same pick if you want to. Hey, first one who hits accept gets the player, right? Because all the ones will be null and void. But make sure you do that. I always do. I'll go through every single team on the bottom and make every single one of them an offer. Because you never know who's going to hit it. Yeah. You yeah. never know. You absolutely don't, man. Because you don't know, what the, you don't know if they're, how they're feeling about that particular player, if they've been dying to get rid of them and they're just looking for somebody to offer them, or you know, they're thinking about packaging that guy in another deal or something like that. And they, but they're really just trying to unload a guy that has value short term, but they don't, they don't need him long term. Yeah, you never know when you're like, oh, this isn't a fair offer. When somebody else is like, oh, yeah, sweet, I'm going to first finally, round pick. Yeah, finally, I'm getting something for this guy. Yeah, you never know. I mean, there's been plenty of times in my dynasty career where people have accepted trades. I'm like, wow, I can't, you know, that was just kind of like my starting offer. I was kind of like opening the gates here, but they hit accept right. right away. And right now, I mean, here we are week eight. People are frustrated with their teams. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They, their mags are not in the playoffs. Their mags, they got to either blow it up and they want more picks Remember, like right now, this is the easiest time of the year to get first round picks because after this year's over, the price of first round picks is gonna go up. Oh yeah, this is this is the time where 
in all of my leagues, most of the, the most of the first round picks get moved. Yeah, because wait after the season's over, what do we? You know, we're gonna start getting these college prospects. Everyone, we're gonna start talking about Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, everyone Laquan starts Treadwell. to drool, and they you start. Can't, dro- yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, last year, you know, when we were talking about Devontae Parker, Kevin White, people were drooling over Kevin White. People were talking about taking him number one overall. You know what I mean? People were t- they're talking about these guys like, hey, you know what I mean? You're like, I gotta get this guy. And here we are, you know, and you couldn't get, you had to give up the house to get him, but right now you could just give up, you know, Chris Ivory. <laughs> you couldn't get you couldn't get Kevin White for Chris Ivory. No. But I mean if But you if get somebody it, in my league does want <laughs> Chris Ivory and they want to give me winkity, Kevin White. Winkity, winkity. Go ahead. Um I'll take him. So yeah, I mean the key here, guys, remember we say it all the time, is it's not about how sexy your roster is. It's not how many first round picks you got. It's not about what rookie you drafted and got to wait on a couple of years. Definitely, like like you said earlier, once you get past like the top five of your rookie picks, most of these guys are projects and long. You know, they're not going to be future stars. Most of them, anyways. Don't be afraid to go up your first round pick. And remember, the first round pick is really, really sexy to somebody rebuilding and somebody at the bottom of the roster right now. And you could get a good, a pretty good value with a first-round pick. Do not be afraid to trade your first-round pick. Do not be afraid to trade your first-round pick. Do not be afraid to trade your first-round pick. It doesn't feel good on draft day not to have a first-round pick, but it feels amazing on draft day when you get to bring in the trophy and laugh at everyone else. Bah-ha-ha-ha. It's such a great Bah-ha-ha-ha. Ah, Nothing is better than winning your dynasty <laughs> yeah, league. exactly. Nothing's better. It's all about the trophies. It's all about winning. It's all about bragging rights, not necessarily yes. laughing at people, but it's about bragging rights. Because nothing's better than, like, three years in the league and somebody laughs at your team and, you know, you, you, you won three years ago. And right. you're like, oh, look at your team, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, uh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, how many uh, dynasty championships do you have in the league? Oh, well, none. That's right. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Well, you won, you, you won yours three years ago. Oh, when you when you win your last one. Yeah. Well, this year's my year. Well, talk to me after the year then. Yeah, exactly. Nerd. Get it. Yeah. So I love when the title always gives you credence to talk smack. That's right. Because it doesn't matter. As long as, now, now, of course, if you're like, oh, when's the last time you won? And you're like, oh, I won two the last two years. Then you can't say anything. But <laughs> if they haven't won, you can always talk. No matter how bad your team is, you can always talk smack. Yep. You know, like our league, it's over 10 years old, and people are like, well, you won nine years ago. I'm like, well, Still won. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's still sooner than you did. Yep. League's over 10 years. When's, have you won the last decade? Uh, I didn't think so. Uh, make me a sandwich, nerd. <laughs> so, yeah, playoff push. Make sure you're making – again, I mean, we're not, it's not like rocket science strategy we have to give you. People don't have to give you, like – you know, some people want to make things more complicated than they are. Like, oh, give me a, like, this really intense strategy about – Making a playoff push, give up. You know, you gotta give up talent to get talent. Right. You gotta give. At this point, people are looking for draft picks this time of the year. That's what they're looking for. Right. It's, it's, yeah, it's very simple. Yeah. They're not looking for. You know, if you want somebody that you feel that's like older, that's really good, you're gonna have to give up a good prospect, like a young player. You might. Right now, Stephon Diggs is really hot. You know, you might like him long term, but if you don't feel like Stephon Diggs can help you win the championship this year, you might want to get like you know a Brandon Marshall. Right. To win this year. This is the way it is, man. You gotta give a, you're gonna have to give up to get something back. Nobody's just giving stuff away unless his name's Steve Smith, maybe. Steve Smith giving stuff away? Well, he might be giving for really cheap. Oh, yeah, my bad. Most guys are gonna be cheap, but you know, Chris Johnson, you could probably get him for a reasonable price. Like like Stefan Diggs for Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson might help you win if you have no running backs. Again, I'm trying to get Justin Forsett, but maybe you can get Justin Forsett for Stefan Diggs. Maybe you can get, you know, Doug Martin or Justin Forsett for Stefan Diggs in a second round pick. You give up. Right. 
but any kind of offer you make, throw in even if it's a third. Remember, third like if you if you're gonna make a push, a late third round pick almost holds very little value. A late those, second those round just, pick is yeah, little value. Those are just dart throws, basically. Yeah. So start with the third, and they come back with the second. Don't hesitate to give up that second. Same thing like the first. Don't hesitate to give up these picks. If you're gonna win a late a late first round picks is almost a second round pick. If you have the twelfth pick in your draft, you're almost basically a second round pick. Plus, I mean the the opportunity to actually win a championship. I mean. It only comes around every once in a while. You only have a certain, you know, window of opportunity. So if your window is open, go for it. You know, you gotta, you gotta make the move. Who is it? Opportunity. Oh my God! Opportunity is knocking. Take it. Okay. Yeah, and you never know. You never know. It's almost like the NFL and any championship team. You can't just say, "Oh, well, I got an injury here. Well, I'll be, I'll be good next year. At least my team's stacked. I'll come back next year and win it." You never know. Players, you know, you had Jamal Charles, Jordy Nelson. And uh, Kelvin Benjamin, I'm fine next year. I'm going to come back and be beastie with Aaron Foster. And he's, You never know. you got to go now. doesn't matter how good your team is, how much you're built for the future. you got to go now. No, I mean, I go through my dynasty ranking six, you know, five weeks later, and they're in complete disarray from five weeks. What do you think your team's going to be 12 months from now? you got to go now. Just don't think. For, I've seen it. I've been doing this for a long time. So many teams, I'm like, man, this team's going to be good for five years. Same thing we talked about before in Dynasty League. If somebody has a really good team, like, oh, I don't want to play in this league. No more. This team's going to be going to win five championships. Two years later, his team's terrible. Things change so quickly. The top of the, the, top of the rankings, stay, you know, that's why it's mostly the receivers that kind of stay steady. The running back names change consistently. I mean, our top three running backs right now, at least in my eyes, are Todd Gurley, Devontae Freeman, and Le'Veon Bell. You go back three years ago, none of those guys are in the top. Like top none of those guys are even in the top ten. Well, some of them aren't even in the league. I was just saying, yeah, that's not, three years ago, Le'Veon Bell was only the only one in the league. Yeah, but, um, so, but you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying, for sure. Grab the goose by the neck. Yep, go for it, Tell him to man. lay that golden egg, yep. or you're going to choke him out. I mean, for example, I mean, I, I won the, our, our league, the Dynasty League that we're in, um, last year. And this year, I mean, I'm struggling. I'm at, I'm at four and three. Obviously, it, a lot of it has to do with injuries. Uh, I have Dez and Romo. And and so I mean my team's pretty depleted, um, but you got Devontae Freeman. But uh, yeah, I have Devontae Freeman, and and obviously you know Demarco changed teams, so that kind of hurt me a little bit. But I Mark can grow. But I mean whatever. I mean it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just every year is a little different. Like I still have a lot of talent on that team, but I still I haven't been able to. I guess just set it and forget it as much as I was able to last year. Yeah, I've been, I've been having to do a lot more finagling, and it's it's cost me a couple of games. Yeah, unless you have a DeLorean and you can go back in time. Right. Again, we we can't stress enough. Don't be afraid to even slightly overpay. Don't be afraid to give up draft picks. Go for the ship. Go for it now. Do whatever it takes to win now. You may feel like you're jeopardizing your future, but in the long run, maybe we want you to give up. You look back and like, well, it was a great trade for me. I won that trade. I can't believe it. And then as long as you win, that's all that matters. If you win the championship, it, 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 nothing else matters. So uh, Let's hit up some uh, questions. I asked people earlier for Twitter questions and stuff right now, so I feel bad even though we're 55 minutes in if we don't get to some of them. All right, yeah, let's, let's throw a couple let's in. Let's do a rapid pace. Uh, first one, we, we're going to actually take one off Facebook. If you don't follow us on Facebook, uh, you're really doing it wrong unless you like looking at people, pictures of people's kids and cats. You should really like us on Facebook. <laughs> it's a great way to see all our tweets and get all our articles. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cute cat. Look at it it's juggling. Um, but this one comes from David Ball. Love the show, and I would love to tell my league mates about you, but I can't do it. We start four wide receivers. I have Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Stephon Diggs, and John Brown are my starters. 
Would you start any of these guys and okay, would you start any of these guys over my starters? Okay. Ready? Golden Tate? Nope. No, probably not. Brandon Cooks? Not right now. Nope. Malcolm Floyd? Oh uh, no. Nope. No. Vincent Jackson? No. No. And does New Orleans Golden Tate's the only one that would maybe depending on how yeah. he how I said the next couple of weeks, you know, like I chill think on Cooks the line. Cooks is a maybe. Yeah, Cooks is a maybe also, but Golden okay. Tate also. We didn't talk about him, but Darkwa from New Orleans. Is he worth or, stashing? Orleans Darkwa? Is that what you're the New name Orleans, of the yeah. Oh. Orleans Darkwa. Um, I think anybody's worth grabbing over there. They have a pretty disheveled kind of running back by committee. I don't think you have great expectations for him, but I think he's worth a pickup. Okay. Sounds good. Um, let's move on to some Twitter questions here. Let me get to him back. I got to bring him back up here because I'm kind of out of it. Um, first one, in Dynasty, is ADP, which is Adrian Peterson, and Jonathan Stewart worth me getting a late first and early second in return? I'm contending with a deep running back bench, non-PPR. A late first and second for Adrian Peterson, Jay Stu. If you're a contender, why wouldn't you hold on to those guys? Yeah, I'd, I'd see what i get for Jay Stu if you're that deep at running back. I'm not giving up. For Adrian Peterson, I don't want a late first. I want a no. middle first and right. a second right. for him. So, no, don't do that. Um, behind Bell and Gurley, who is the current dynasty running back three? Is it crazy to say that it's Devontae Freeman? This is from at Rob Schroeder, 12. The other one was from at John Dougie, John Douglas. Um, no, if you well, obviously, we've already talked about Devontae Freeman. He is my running back three right now. Where is he in your rankings? Um, good question. I haven't looked at him in a few weeks, but obviously he's creeping up. Um, as far as, yeah, three, four, five, he's probably top five for sure. I mean, now here's a better example because, like, you know, Todd Gurley, you don't want to bend. I think it's more about just kind of being stubborn with me about it. But Devontae Freeman that is something that you believed in for a long time now, and you like, I mean, and now he's coming to fruition, so he's almost like doing everything you thought he would do. Right. Who would you rather have, Devontae Freeman or LaShawn McCoy? You have Devontae Freeman on your roster. I have LaShawn McCoy, let's say. I offer, I offer, I do, actually, this is true. I actually do have LaShawn McCoy on my roster. I come to you right now. I offer you LaShawn McCoy and my second-round pick for Devontae Freeman. I would say no because I'm in contention and Devontae Freeman's doing much better. Okay, so that's a bit. And plus, I, I do like him an awful lot. So, so yeah. when you're doing your rank, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You're like, oh, well, you proved it here, here, here. But Devontae Freeman's a good example. Right. Now, who would you rather have, Devontae Freeman or Todd Gurley? <sighs> that's a good question, but probably Gurley. I think Gurley's a better prospect. So now, to prove my point, you do have Todd Gurley as your number two overall running back. See? That's all I do is break it down for you. I knew it would get you eventually. I'm not admitting to any of this. <laughs> you, just, you just did. Um, this one comes from... Um, yeah, so Don DeVreeman... <laughs> that wasn't even a real question, was it, you jerk? You're just trying to trick me. That is from at Rob Schroeder 12. I'm just kidding, man. Thanks, Rob. Um, you just proved my point to Matt DeFranco. No, you didn't. Him. Yes, you, you didn't prove anything. So, but Devontae Freeman, yes. Arguably, you can make a very strong I case. I said Devontae Freeman three. was a top five and Gurley ahead of you him. said three to five all right five moving on all right what are the, this one comes from at tim uh tim Brimersh. you're yeah, terrible sure. you're terrible with names terrible. i love it terrible Go what ahead. are the best and the funniest reasons you've successfully cited to get another team to accept a trade oh pretty to me cheap car salesman tactics i don't really have them you're the cheap car salesman not oh, me. oh tons of guys when i sold like Le'Veon bell for uh i think it was like frank gore and everyone's like, dude, I mean, not Le'Veon Bell, but LaDainian Tomlinson when he was in the Jets. I'm like, dude, it's LT, man. You know, it's like, you're talking about the all-time shift he's back. It doesn't matter if he's lost a step. He still catches a ton of balls. It's a PPR oh league. Oh, my God. Um, I've made so many crazy 
stories. I can't think of, obviously, we're reading this on a whim, what right, my right. craziest ones are right. on there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've had tons of crazy salesmen. You just want to you want to think of, like, everything you possibly can that you can sell somebody on and leave out all the negatives. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't, don't, don't highlight any of those. Yeah. Um, Stay away. Moving on. This one comes from at Tilt67. Is it okay or common for dynasty leagues to allow teams to play backups, non-starters, bi-week players, and weekly lineups? Absolutely not. Wait, what? Basically, is it Oh, tanking. Is that like a tanking question? Yeah, pretty much. Is it okay or is it common for dynasty leagues to allow teams to play backups? No. Absolutely absolutely not. If you want to know how we run our league or how you should honestly how we honestly would think you should run your league cuz it's our website and how we run our leagues right. and how we have over 10 years experience of doing this and what we found to be successful to run a successful dynasty league that that can sustain for over 12 years. It's under our, in our league, go to dynastynerds.com. It's under our bylaws. We have specific rules against tanking. Yeah. We have tanking like regulations and rules against yeah. them. Yeah. If somebody starts a guy who's a backup and they have somebody who could clearly be a starter, or they start somebody on a bye week and they could have started somebody else. Now, sometimes in dynasty league, you might have somebody on a bye and there's nothing you could do right, about it. Cause right. that's all you have. Right. You 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 issued a warning to that player, you know. If you already have the rules, it's that hey, if you do this again, you lose a draft pick. And when they do it, they start losing draft picks, and you penalize them. Yep. It's the only way to do it. You have to penalize them. You cannot allow tanking in your dynasty league. Right. It just it makes everything crap, man. Yeah, ruins integrity of your right. league, and it will ruin your it will ruin your dynasty league. People will get mad. People will quit. Once people start quitting your dynasty league, yeah, the whole thing will fold. It falls apart. Yeah, everything you invested's gone. You always have some maybe one person quit, but you should have, never have a problem filling it. Filling right. it. You if, know? if one person leaves, you should be able to fill it pretty yeah. easily. But I guarantee if you tweet at me on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds at Dynasty Rich saying, Hey, I have a spot open in my Dynasty League and I retweet it, you'll it'll be filled within twenty minutes. Right. Guarantee. If you can't find a friend. Yeah. Right. Um, here's another one. Would you I don't even know if this is for us. This is actually a Twitter question for I'll probably answer it again on Twitter too. Would you take Mike Evans and Allen Robinson for Gurley? Ooh. Mike Evans and Allen Robinson for Gurley. I'm going to retweet this because it's a good question. Um, would you take Mike Evans and Allen Robinson for Gurley? Yeah, I would. Yep, uh, I would. I think that obviously depends on your team. If uh, you're, I would. You would either way? No matter what. That's two, those are two really good young receivers. Todd Gurley's great, but the amount of points I'm going to get from Evans and Robinson for years to come is going to surpass what I'm going to get from Gurley. Yeah, give me Gurley. You'll take Gurley? Yep. Over Mike Evans and Al Robinson together. Mm-hmm. Wish I had both. I wish I had Gurley and you had Mike Evans and Al Robinson. <laughs> Again, and that's, I think that's easier to say. Like that's a really, I think you're almost oh, you're almost overpaying, but I guess it, that's the price of Gurley. I guess right. That is, I mean, that would be close to getting him, but I, I honestly, I'm, I'm of the belief that I, I. I like the running backs, to be honest. They're hard, so hard, they're so hard to get, and I can always find wide receivers. See, and you can plug and play running backs. The way I look at it. All right. Well, I guess we just the have receivers. S- when you draft them, you got to wait out them. Unless we just, we just have different philosophies. You and F, I. F your philosophy. Um, let's <laughs> hit them a couple more. Champion, championship last year. <laughs> well, I got a couple. I got a couple under my belt too. There. How many you got? Uh, two. I got more than it. All right. Two in dynasty nerds league. One in the dynasty nerds league. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Pipe down. Uh, what metrics would you... How long ago did you get yours? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Mine was last year. More than one. Shut it. What metrics should you consider before making a push first uh, sell-off rebuild? Um, most fantasy football teams are 5-2 and two to 3-4 and four and must dig deeper. I, I think we kind of hit on that earlier. It's, 
the biggest the biggest thing about rebuilding is being realistic with your team. Oh yeah, we preach that all the time. You, you got to remember, just because you have a bad year, as I am right now in Dynasty Nerds Listener League, we just had our draft this year. I'm not blowing it up. Right. I just drafted these guys. When am I going to blow it up? You know what I mean? I I still like my team. You can have a bad year in Dynasty. And you, without having to blow it up, you just have to be realistic with your team. Is your team bad this year because you had a lot of things go wrong? Maybe you lost some close games, uh, a couple injuries here and there, or is it because your team's old? It doesn't have any long-term future. I mean, you got you got to pan ahead for about two to three years here and see if you can compete within that two and three year window through your draft, and making a couple of trades. If you can't, you blow the whole thing up and you start over. Absolutely, it's just about being realistic with your team and knowing where you stand amongst your league mates. Um, and don't hesitate to blow it up. Don't be afraid to blow it up. Okay. No, it actually sometimes, I mean, you get a little nervous at first, but it, it actually starts feeling pretty good when you're shipping off all this dead weight and you're actually getting like good draft picks or young players and stuff. It feels good. It kind of you like, did it. You blew yeah, your team completely yeah. up and you built a really great team now that has a lot of depth. Right. Um, Blake Bortles for 2017 first. I'd rather have Blake Bortles. Yeah. That's 2017 is really far off. Yeah. I mean, it, that's a lot. That's a lot of missed value you're getting there. Um, just and not yeah, having to wait two years to get a, to get any kind of return on that yep. trade. I don't. I, I hate trading for two years down the road first right. round picks. They have. It's almost like you're trading for like a late second. That's the way I look at it. They, they hold such more little value now. Obviously, when it comes in two years, like sweet, right? But it's it's the value is really not there. Um, here's another one from at fish seventy one eighty one. Would you give up Chris Ivory in next three years first round picks for Gurley? Standard scoring. So three first round picks and Ivory for Gurley. I mean the Ivory thing. I. Don't think really even moves the needle that much no. in this in this particular instance. It's My answer the, is yes. The first, the three first definitely rounders. being standard scoring. Yes, man. I don't know. That might be a little bit too much for me. Nope, not me. Because if I have girl, I feel and I, I feel like I'm gonna be a comp- if I'm getting out, I'm a computer. They're gonna be late first anyways. Standard scoring, so re- you know receivers hold a little bit less value there anyways. I'm making a move. Yeah, I guess every league's a little bit different, but um. That's that one's close for me. I don't think I would do it. What this one comes from at Richard Crane. What would you value, uh, Stephon D- Stephen Diggs? Stephon Diggs. I'm sorry. In rookie picks, can he keep up this pace? Um, I don't know if he can keep up that pace. I would probably give a second round pick for him. Now I don't think I would go first round. I'd. I'd you would. I'm not you selling. Wouldn't, you wouldn't, I'm not selling. You wouldn't give up a first round pick for him. No. Again, why would you? Here's the thing: if you have him, why would you sell? You drafted this guy probably in the third round. Fourth round of your rookie draft. Right. You're getting starter return value on him. His ceiling's going up. I think the guy was asking to buy, though. If he had to buy him, how much would he have to give Offer him? a second. Start there. Yeah, that's what I would give. That's what I would give up for him. If I, if I own him, I'm not, I, I own him. I'm not selling him. You got him way too late, and he has, he's starting to show that he could be a star. You have nothing to lose from where you drafted him, so why even sell? You have nothing to lose. What are you going to do? You're going to trade him. Even if you trade him for a first, you still have to gamble for on another receiver. When this guy's showing you might be able to do it. So why even make the trade? It makes no sense to make the trade. But I think the guy wants to obtain him. I know, but I'm saying if you own okay. him. Right. If you can get him, yeah, make the trade. I've, if somebody offered me, if I had a feeling like I was going to give a late first, like a really late first for Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. it's worth the gamble. I don't think I'd give up any kind of first round for him yet. I, w- I probably wouldn't either. Right. But I'm just telling you, if you did, I don't think it, I'd be like, oh, you're an idiot. You know what I mean? I right, think, right, right. I think that's fair value. That, that'd be the only thing right now as a Stefan Diggs owner that would even entertain me. Or like another really good like <laughs> what, running back. Well, what about a song and dance? 
Depends who's bam, doing the bam, song. Bam, 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 He's yours. Take him. <laughs> I'm still entertained. Um, Tarkandrick West, Duke Johnson. This one's from at Chris B. Um, I'm just call him Hooligan, even though it's not what it is. Um, Tarkandrick West, Duke Johnson, and a third for Demarco, uh, Doug Martin. Should I sell Demar- Wait, Doug Martin? Doug Martin or Demarco? Doug Martin. Um, Tarkandrick West and who? You Duke, Johnson Duke Johnson and a third for Doug Martin. I'd rather have uh, West and Duke Johnson. And the yeah, third. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, give me those guys. I mean, Chuck Hendrick West are going to start him. He just got 20 points. Write him out for the rest of the year. Doug Martin's got no long-term future. I agree. Um, that's it for questions. Sweet. We yeah. got through them. We're right around our normal show. Yep. Just a little bit longer today. A little long. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> Not the me she did. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's the show this week. Uh, again, we're making a playoff push here. We've been talking all rookies here before we know it. Dez and Big Ben. We wanted to throw that in that they may be playing this this week, right? More likely Big Ben than Dez, but yeah, they might be. So just check on that stuff. It's gonna be good to get Dez back. It'll be really nice. I have a, I have him in two dynasty leagues, and yeah. I need him back. Desperately. So do I. I'm in two also, and I need him back. Yeah, and if you made a move for him, good for you, because when he comes back, hello. Yeah. Well, you kind of need Tony Romo to come back, too. It'll be a little bit of a slow start with these scrubs that they're running out there at quarterback. Yeah, but, but I need him to come back now for the playoff push. Absolutely. I don't need him now to, like, really necessarily, well, I do need to help to make the playoffs, too, but I'll take his mediocre numbers to help me get to the playoffs, but then when he gets to the playoffs, I'm ready for some Dez time. Yes. The good news is Tony Romo is also starting to throw passes. He's not actually eligible to play until week 11, but if he's up to snuff when it, you know, hit the ground running type of mm-hmm. thing, that'll be nice. So he's uh, already starting to throw football. Two weeks before the playoffs, baby, fantasy playoffs. It'll be perfect timing. God, we're getting so close to the fantasy playoffs. I know, it's creeping up quick. I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be awesome. And somebody is like, hey, when do you guys are talk rookies? I'm like, dude, that's what we talk about in, all, in the off season. Yeah, he's right. like, well, I was hoping you could do one in season. I know, but there's not really. There's plenty of time for that later, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, we start getting into it like during as an NFL. Like I was gonna say once, once, yeah. Once the, the fantasy season's over, we do it. Not necessarily right. when the NFL season's over, we start doing. I mean, we do, and we do three episodes on rookie running backs, three episodes on receivers, show on quarterback tight ends. Then we come back. Then we do rookie mock draft episodes. Then we do like evergreen episodes. Then we come back and do the rookies again. Then we do mock drafts on the air. It'll be yeah. I think we got honestly, plenty of content. I mean, honestly, in off, off season, season, I think our I think our off season content is probably our best podcast. Yeah, because we get fun. we get a lot of information, man. Yeah, we give you like, like if this is the first time you're listening, and you haven't listened to the off season. If you go back and listen to some of our rookie shows, they're nothing like these shows. No, they're really in depth. I mean, we like sit there and watch tape. Yeah. And we give you really good. There's a lot. There's a lot more work involved in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, we record on the weekends instead of Tuesday nights, right. which is nice. Yep. But we give you really good in-depth information on these rookies. And uh, I don't know. We've done this. The podcast has been going for two years now on rookies, and we've had really good success. Yeah, pretty so, decent. I would say amongst the community of dynasty experts out there, our rookie information, I think, again, this is narcissistic, is top notch. <laughs> Go ahead, keep patting yourself on the back. It is good. No, yeah. I, I don't even know, honestly. We hit. I, I know. I, I don't even know what the other guys are doing. Me neither. <laughs> we hit a lot. Yeah. I just know. We I just right. know. All I can say for us is we are like our rookie information style enough where if you've been listening for two years, you've had a pretty good, solid dynasty team. Yep. I agree. Unless you're one and six. Can't take your own advice, huh? I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I'm doing good ever. Like all my redraft leagues, uh, I think besides my one uh, listener redraft league, I'm in the top four all right. of all my leaks. So you're good at some kind of fantasy. 
I, I'm, I'm doing pretty good at my like, dude. The Scott Fishbowl. I haven't just, talked I'm about just it. Busting your onions, man. Come uh, on. The Scott Fishbowl 360 with all the league guys, all the national experts, and everything. Uh, my team is doing pretty beastie. I'm second in my division. Oh, nice. Um, but I like my team. It's doing pretty good. I got a lot of points. I got to find a Freeman helps a lot. Our yes. Receivers blow Donkey D, but it's coming along. Well, I think Brandon Cook's pretty high. Late round push. It's all hey, that matters. He'll 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 turn it around. So I'm doing good there. Yep. Uh. My dynasty leagues are doing all right. My redraft leagues, I'm pretty much killing it, though. I'm going to win some cash. So, all right. All right. Well, until next week, uh, if you want to follow me and have any questions on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. You can follow the site at Dynasty Nerds. Uh, you can get on DynastyNerds.com and hit up the forum for talking to awesome community. Make sure you get on DynastyNerds.com every single day for awesome Dynasty content and rankings. I'm in the middle of updating my rankings. Check them out. Let me know how dumb I am and where I messed up because I need all the help I can get. Oh, my God. I'm going to do mine, too, someday. Nice. Let's do them both uh, here in the next two weeks. Uh, support the site by giving us a ranking review on iTunes. really helps us out. We appreciate it. And buy a DynastyNerds.com t-shirt. Why? Because you want to be awesome. And they look good. Yeah. Be awesome like me, not like Matt. Until then, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Hasta mañana. Sayonara. That was a little homage to me. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.